where you guys cannot hear the sound. It's so strange. I can hear it on my end with the headphones on. So I do apologize. Not for sure why you guys couldn't hear it last time we were able to hear it. Um, but uh, I lost mean, mean, uh, uh, mean arms. I'm going to add you to the speaker again. And I'm going to real quick do a rundown on how to use a mic since mean is new. Um, on my end, I have an Android. So there's a thumbs up in the bottom and then there's like a little phone PC. You figured out how to unmute it. There you go. So welcome. Um, you guys, we have mean innovation in here today. It is a blessing to have, uh, small businesses come and have a discussion with us, especially one with, uh, what they're trying to do, not trying to do, they've been doing it, but what they're doing and what motivated them to do it and how long they've been doing it. Um, so I, I want them to go ahead and tell you about themselves. If you want to do a brief introduction and then about maybe 30 minutes in a conversation, you can probably start taking questions, but if you need to keep talking some more, um, that's fine. This show's about an hour long. Sounds good. Can you hear me mean? I don't know if I can't hear mean. But I see that their mic is. I see their mic is open. It looks like they're not muted. Let's see here. Hey, Mean, there's a live chat as well. There's the, the bubble where you see our pictures, but then there's a little live chat thing. If you're having an issue with uh, the mute button, can you. It looks muted to you, John? Okay. There's a um, a phone button in the bottom right-hand corner, Mean. If you click on it, it'll unmute you so that we can hear you. Yeah, because I don't hear anything at all. It went down again. But I am sorry that the you guys couldn't hear the introduction again. Um I have it. I have it plugged in. Uh, I think correctly. I have all the little bells and whistles uh, plugged in here the way it's supposed to be. So I'm not for sure why um, you guys can't hear this. But um, mean, I added. There you go. Hey, mean. If you unmute your mic, um, and then if you can introduce yourself, the mic should be on the your bottom right hand corner. Yeah, there you go. Can you say hi? Hey, mean. I I cannot hear you. You're speaking. Um, there's a live chat button. Can you tell us what's going on, please? Thank you. Uh, there's a little face person emoji, and then on the side, there's a little chat bubble, so you can type up a message so we can see what's going on. Or you can text me in a text message. I will check my text messages as well. <laughs> Okay. I just sent me a text message. I'm trying to see what's going on with that. 
But in the meantime, uh, I I really just want the show to be run smoothly and clean so they could just download this and then use it as well. Um, but it, I'm not seeing what's going on. I don't know. There we go. Like to speak again. Gotcha. Doesn't seem like it. Okay. Said it's like, okay. Now, if you go ahead and, uh, okay, can you say something? Mean, are you using it, the app? Uh, you should be, right, you're using the app for sure because you were able to grab a mic. Um, is, are you using a phone, your cell phone? Hello? I can think you hear me? I can. Okay. Oh, okay. So, there we go. Yeah, you know what? Why is it making this noise? And it should be coming through my phone. So let's I, see here. I have mine going through my phone. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. While, um, no, you're fine. Uh, while you, you guys, uh, I'm trying to figure out why I'm hearing you through my phone and not my headset. Uh, can you do me a favor and uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for everyone, please? Um, let them know who you are and what you guys are um, all about and how you guys can help our community and how you have been helping. Absolutely. Um, th thank you, Donnie. Thank you for having us on. My name is David, and I work at Mean Arms. We're in uh, we're in the Atlanta area in Georgia and Woodstock. And uh, what we do is we are a manufacturer. Uh, we focus on uh, products for the firearm industry. Um, and uh, the company Mean uh, Mean Arms has been around for about ten to twelve years. Uh, but that doesn't really tell the full story because the, the family that started Mean Arms has been in the polymer and injection molding plastic world for 53 years, uh, give or take. Um, so tons of expertise in manufacturing and uh, not just making plastic parts, but making and uh, maintaining the tooling to make plastic parts. So there is a lot of metalworking expertise here. And uh, as far as, as what Mean does for the marketplace, and, and for the for everyone that we try to help out as much as we can with, uh, we focus on trying to come up with new and innovative products. Um, and we kind of have two sides of the house, as I explained to you the other day, Donnie. We, we focus on um, one side of the house is kind of the OEM side. And uh, that's kind of what helps pay the bills for the fun stuff. The OEM side is basically making stocks, grips, uh, hand guards, and uh, what people call furniture for uh, for some of the more common firearms out there. So if if somebody goes out and they buys an AR or an AK and uh, they, the, the retailer that they buy it from says, the furniture on this gun is made in the USA and it's plastic, there's a pretty decent chance that we molded it in Woodstock, Georgia, because there aren't that many people in our industry that are molding plastic parts in the United States on their own. So we sell a lot to a lot of the major retailers and a lot of the major ma major manufacturers um, for their OEM furniture. And that's, again, ARs and AKs mostly. Uh, we do other parts as well in the firearm industry, but th that's our uh, bread and butter on the OEM side. The other side of our business is, is what's mostly shown on our website, meanarms.com. And that is coming up with our own product line and our own stuff to try to solve problems that we see in the marketplace. Um, the, the most well-known of our products that solves 
an issue, like I mentioned, is the Endomag. And if you haven't heard of the Endomag, the Endomag is a product that we make that allows a uh, consumer that has an AR-15 magazine, a, a Magpul PMAG, 30-round, the standard capacity magazine. What it does is it allows them to take that apart, put our insert into it, and that converts their magazine from 5.56, the rifle caliber, to a 9-millimeter magazine. And the reason we did that is we looked at uh, the huge number of lowers that were sold um, back up in, back in the Obama administration era, and then back in 2016 when when everybody seemed to think Hillary was going to win, there was a huge run on AR-15 lower receivers. So tons of people had those in the closet. You know, they had six or eight maybe sitting in the bottom of their safe, and then a lot of them had um, AR Magpul magazines. And we thought, well, you know. People are looking at nine millimeter as a uh, a better and newer option, and um, and uh, our thought was, why don't we come up with a way that allows people to run nine millimeter through an AR, but with minimal changes? They can still use their standard um, mil spec low receiver. And if they use our product to convert their magazine, that's they're one step closer to shooting nine millimeter. Really, all they need at that point is an is a new upper receiver assembly, and they can use a standard AR lower with our Endomag product, and that allows them to shoot nine millimeter right away. Um, one of our more other well known products is the uh, we call hey, the MA loader. Hey, mean real quick. Uh, I have yes. a question in the chat. They of said, course. "Does the bolt?" Does the bolt have to be changed to accommodate the nine millimeter rounds? Yes. Yeah. Nine mil and uh, five five six bolts are not the same. So yeah, when I when I said you need a new nine mil upper receiver, that would include a new bolt. Yes, and a new barrel too, because the although they're similar in diameter, they're not the same. You can't use a you can't use a nine mil round in a five five six barrel. Um, but the lower the lower receiver does not need to change, assuming that you have some way to load ammo into the magazine, which our, our Endomag is one option for that. It's not the only one, but we, we might be biased, but we, we think it's the best one. Um, but yes, you do need a different bolt. That's a good question. And a good thing to make sure people know that. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, so I, I was just going to mention quickly the, uh, the MA loader that we make as well. Um, that is... You know, we, we saw a problem with uh, the folk, consumers in New York and California mainly. Um, the, the laws are always kind of changing in those states based on you know what they're allowed to do with an AR-style firearm. But at one point, and, and there are some people that still have this issue, but not, not everybody. But for some folks in those states, they're not allowed to remove their magazine from the firearm which sounds ridiculous when you think about how an AR-15 is supposed to work, but uh, certainly not a law that we like or agree with, but um, not everybody wants to, uh, to break every law when they want to shoot a firearm. So um, I, I, we looked at that and we said, okay, if you have to leave your magazine locked into your firearm and you're not allowed to remove it, 
I guess when they originally created that law, the legislators legislators were thinking that you'd have to pull the the um, takedown pin and and basically pivot your upper receiver off the firearm, load ammo into the magazine with it um, still in the lower receiver, and um, I, I guess you'd be slower loading it that way. I guess that was their intention at the time when they created that law. We said. There's got to be a better way to load the firearm. If you have to, you know, if you have to be stuck with having the magazine loaded in the firearm, there must be a better way to load it. So we came up with the MA loader, and we have two versions of it. There's one version that's for 5.56 for standard AR-15, and then we also have an AR-10 version, which is for a 7.62 by 51 um, caliber, so uh, for an AR-10. And uh, either case, what you do is you stick your... um, you put 10 rounds up to 10 rounds in your MA loader, and then you insert it into your ejection port of your firearm and then take your thumb into the little ring that's built into our MA loader and you just press and you will push all 10 rounds or up to 10 rounds through the ejection port down inside the lower receiver. And then they're pushed into the magazine. So you can load 10 rounds into your magazine in you know about a, less than a second there are there are videos of it both on our website and on youtube and um it's just a slick way if if you're stuck with having to have your magazine locked in the firearm you can stick you can stick that in the ejection port and load it through there um so that that's a that's a product really that we wish we didn't have to make um you know our, our thought our belief is that you know the, those laws really don't make any sense then they shouldn't be on the books and they're probably unconstitutional if, if they are um, challenged in the right way. But obviously that's not our job to decide that. And we want to help people as much as we can. So we want to innovate and come up with a, I don't think loophole is the right word, but a way around that law that lets people still enjoy their firearms. Absolutely. Wait, can you hear me? Let's see. Yes, I can. Okay, absolutely. Yes. Um, and that's why I really want to have you on because, you know, there's other people in other states, like, you know, not everyone's in particular states where they can do certain things. And you guys, there was a problem and you guys um, created a solution for that. And I'm going to put your YouTube link in our live chat section. Okay. Great. Yeah. Is that? And then someone asked, do you make the barrel to accommodate the 9mm too? So that, that's actually a really good question. And, um, and we are in the middle of a new product release. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, it's not even on our website yet. So we're bad about announcing <laughs> products and new products. But uh, we, we have hinted at it on social media, uh, uh, on our Instagram page. Um, we are making a brand new... Uh, the first caliber is going to be nine millimeter, a brand new upper receiver system that uh, we we think is an improvement over all the other options that are out there now. Um, and for that, yes, we will be making our own barrel, but that's it is going to be specific to that product line. Um, it's the uh, the name for the technology that we're using is bearing delay, and it's a play on words a little bit from what people are used to from H and K on roller delay. And uh, roller delay, if you're familiar with, uh, say, the MP5 uh, that H&K released back in, gosh, I guess it was the 60s or 70s, um, 
Roller Delay uses uh, the H&K uses two cylindrical rollers to delay the action. So it fires the round. The rollers are pressed inward uh, inside the bolt, and that creates the delay before the the bolt cycles. Uh, we we looked at that and we said, you know, the MP5 has lots of great advantages. It's um, soft shooting. It's reliable. It is. Um, it's it's. Um, it's simple, reliable, and uh, great recoil. The problems with it are that it's expensive. It's heavy because most of their design is sheet metal or machined metal, and it's very German. And our thought was, how can we improve that? How do we make it less expensive, keep the reliability, but also make it less German or more American in this case? And our solution to that was to replace their two cylinders, um, rollers that they use, we replace those with three ball bearings. And that, that's where the name bearing delay comes from. We're using ball bearings. And uh, they function in a similar manner. They're pressed inward uh, at, the bar- at the barrel extension. Uh, but our barrel extension is threaded onto the barrel as opposed to the MP5, which had a uh, pressed-on trunnion that could not be removed. Um, ours is standard... Uh, Compatible with standard AR-15 hardware, like the standard upper receiver, standard buffer, buffer tube, um, standard handguards for a normal AR-15. But the great thing about it is that the bearing delay system allows it to um, operate um, similar to an MP5 in that you can tune it based on an internal component. The MP5, if people are familiar, there's a... What the, I think it's called the locking block in H&K terminology that basically changes the angle that the rollers ride on as they're pressed inward. We have a, an analogous component that has three grooves in, that interface with our three ball bearings, and you can swap out different versions of that to change the angle to account for having a longer barrel or a shorter barrel or suppressed, unsuppressed or uh, different types uh, of 9 mil ammo, whether it's, you know, something really hot and heavy, like 147 grain or something, or, you know, a standard, uh, or even a, uh, a subsonic round. So it allows you to tune the rifle based on any of those factors to, uh, to make it shoot even better. And you can use uh, a standard AR-15 buffer. So the idea with the, the bearing delay system is that you'll be able to shoot an AR-15 in 5.56, with rifle caliber ammo, and then all of a sudden, you know, you say, all right, now I need to switch to 9mm. You pull your two pins, you take the standard 5.56 upper off, you put our bearing delay upper on, and then you pick up a uh, endomag that has 9mm ammo in it, and no other changes to your rifle, you're ready to shoot 9mm. Uh, so that that's our plan for that product we're looking at a third quarter or fourth quarter release for that still that's that's on track we we were talking about this at shot show earlier this year so if people met us or saw coverage from shot show they might have heard about it from there Donnie, are you still there? 
I was talking to myself. Sorry, guys. I didn't have to mute my mic. Can you hear me now? Yes. No? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. No, no, I was saying, okay, I was going to say with you, is it cool if we go ahead and bring up some folks asking questions, or did you have to yeah, you want to add? I was actually kind of excited you you announced some things first with us. You know, we beat the website, we beat YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's great that you shared that with us today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, we got John. Okay, awesome. We got John who's can you hear me okay? Okay, you're you're really breaking up, Donnie. I can barely hear you, but but anyway, um, I just want to make a comment more. Um, I'm impressed that you're emulating like what H and K has done because I'm an H and K guy. You know, I have like the uh, ninety one. HK ninety one. Yeah, I got that back in the early nineties. And you know, it had the SR nine with the polygonal bore and all that. I mean, that's oh yeah, it's such a it's such a good weapon. And unfortunately, you know, H and K went to the AR platform. I think it was just to save money. Plus, I think a lot of those craftsmen that made that kind of like blowback action, I think they're just all retired or something now. But I, I just felt that 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 was the best action ever. I mean, it was just so accurate. Uh, you know, for a semi-auto. And uh, yeah. I know that that's what that sniper was using, that movie Sniper. He was using, the, you know, the SR9, so that was kind of cool. But, I, I, I you know, I, I, I really like what you're doing. I mean, it sounds very impressive. I mean, I, you know, emulating and doing what the – starting with the MP5 as the base of what you're doing, that sounds really impressive. I am looking forward to uh, looking up your stuff and trying it because uh, – uh, you know, I like what you're saying. I just wanted to make that comment. Oh, thanks. And, uh, yeah, and I was asking the questions, you know, like, are you, you know, you have to change the bolt, you have to change the uh, barrel, but you've been answering those. And uh, it sounds like great stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. So Great. Thank you, John. If you, if you want to see a little bit of um, info about the product, it, it is, we have a few videos and things on our Instagram page. Um, we yeah. show a, a slow motion video of full auto uh, ejection pattern on there. Um, let me see if I can click, find the date on that, just so you don't have to hunt for it. It was. I'll definitely look that up. Yeah. Uh, you said it's on your YouTube channel. I put the link. No, it wasn't YouTube. It was Instagram. Uh, we should be posting more to YouTube, but we we are um, we're always kind of uh, behind behind on that. We just, we need we need people to help us, or we need to hire more people to work on video production to keep up with the, the demand for that. But this is a quick uh, video well, yeah, that we Instagram's posted on Instagram. Really, yeah, I mean, Instagram's really become the, I think, the big kid on the block a lot in these social medias. I think I, I really see Instagram coming on. It's, I spend more time on that, I think, now than Twitter. But, um. But yeah, no, I mean, it'd be great. I, I look forward to seeing that on YouTube and what you're doing, definitely. Um, I, I like everything you're saying. It sounds Thank good. You. Yeah. I think the MP5, you can't you can't beat that, you know, to pattern yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a well-known system. And again, you know, we, our, our thought was, you know, let's take some of the good things that it has, some of the good qualities, 
yeah. focus, focus on improving and, and maybe even um, making those a little bit better, but make it less, make it, you know, MP5s are expensive and they are. Uh, they're, di- they're difficult to work on too. They're, they're not, yeah. they're not as simple to tinker with as an AR-15 is. Um, that doesn't mean that everything about the AR-15 is ideal or perfect, but, you know, in terms of uh, making, having other parts fit and compatibility, uh, AR-15 is good in that world. So we wanted to take those things and uh, kind of combine it with the best of the MP5. And this is this is our solution to that. It is, it's unique in the industry. I mean, the, we've seen other people that try to take an AR-15 or uh, MP5 bolt and uh, kind of operating system and kind of shoehorn that into an a, to a AR-15, but in terms of what we're doing, I, I don't think I've seen anything similar to it out there with the, the bearings. Yeah, you know, well, everybody's going to the AR-15 platform. You know, I, I think just because it's so cheap and, uh, like you said, it's just, you know, there's a lot of parts available and all that. I mean, I, it's uh, – I, I still like the old uh, H&K stuff is my favorite, to be honest. But, but – I mean, you just see this mass movement. Everybody's adopting uh, the AR platform, including H and K, for that matter. Right. Um, I think yeah. it's just easy. I think it's just easy to do. You know, I, I I understand from a cost perspective and all that the reason why, and and you know, I, I guess it makes sense from that perspective. But um, yeah, I mean, I, did you uh, to get the uh, to break that all down? Did you have to? get all the diagrams and everything or did you just like get into it and take it apart and just figure it out or how did you do that i was just curious well you know we we are certainly familiar with the mp5 but but ours is so different um okay. in how it works because we're not really it i would say it's inspired by it but it's not it's not the same thing it's yeah. uh beca- because we're using ball bearings instead of rollers yeah we yeah. are um I mean, one of the biggest differences really is that we we were trying to design it to fit in the the uh, fit in the space in the space within a standard AR-15 upper receiver. So that meant that yeah, yeah if you look at an MP5, it has rails that run down the side of their receiver to yeah. contain their two rollers as they're pushed outward. Because yeah. of the location of the ejection port on an AR, you can't do that. So, yeah. you know, from, from the very beginning, it's, it's, uh, inspired by, but, but has to, by necessity has to be completely different than a, yeah. uh, MP5. yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense what you're doing. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with the MP5, but I, but, uh, yeah, like what you're saying, I, and it, it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, very good stuff. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, John, for asking those questions. And I have some questions, too, more so like on a marketing and a community kind of way people can engage with you guys. Are y'all planning on doing any, like, trade shows or anything like that so people can uh, see and feel your product and meet you guys in person? Um, do you guys have anything planned in the near future for any of those? So the uh the next event that we're going to be attending is going to be the uh Iraq veteran um he he does a a shoot for influencers and um and vendors and stuff and and it's in here in Georgia at a range that we go to it's uh, it's in the fall and uh that that one unfortunately is not open to just uh to to anybody just because there'd be a, a 
there's not space there. So they, they really, it's really just limited to vendors and uh, YouTubers, basically, um, like Iraq veteran. Uh, he's one of the more famous firearm YouTubers out there. Um, his, if you're, if you haven't heard of him, he, his handle is Iraq veteran 8888. Uh, he's one of the, the older YouTube uh, firearm channels and one of the more popular ones. You know, he has millions of subscribers. Um, so he started doing this event to kind of, allow other other guys in his world to come collaborate with him and and some of us as vendors go as well to to show some of our products so there'll be there should be some coverage from that event uh that's again going to be in the fall and then we go to shot show in las vegas every year um that is usually the third week of january um so there'll be you know we, we did go this year they they skipped 2021 uh but we went in 2020 and a few years before that and then we went this January of this year as well. Um, those are the main ones we go to. We go to we go to the NRA show some years. We, we're not huge NRA. Um, we we aren't involved with the NRA, but we have been to that show in the past. We did not go this year in Houston, but um, at times we go to that one. Um, but Shot Show is is a, a standard one for us, and uh, we we probably should get out there more and go to more events. But those are the the big ones that we usually go to. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, maybe, you know, maybe consider having some and, you know, seeing some events. Maybe some of the ones that aren't so huge don't cost, cost so much, possibly. Or, you know, maybe the yeah. areas where they teach it, they teach people how to shoot, the safety, and those things you guys could definitely collab with them. John, you had a question? I saw it in the chat. Uh, no, I well, I I was going to ask um, if you were making videos like you know like this event you were talking about. If you're just going to make, since it's not so much open to the public, but if you're going to just make videos, and uh, you know, I've seen like you know, I go to gun shows and stuff, and sometimes people will just have a booth and they have videos of some of their stuff, and sometimes that really draws attention, you know, if it's well done, and. Uh, I don't know if you're going to maybe plan on doing that a little bit more, but I think that would be an attention getter. Um, especially yeah, when I mean, you say things that it's, you know, you, 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 the basis was an MP5 and, you know, you, you, how you've modified it and stuff. I think that would get people's attention, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I, like I said earlier, we need to be better about um, more diligent about updating our YouTube channel. Cause we do have one and we have, you know, it's not a huge number, but I know we have at least two or 3000 subscribers on YouTube. It's just, um, you know, that there's so much going on with the company and, and, uh, marketing tends to, to not, um, end up being the, the first priority a lot of times and it should be, but, um, or at least it should be closer to the top. Um, but, but it's, uh, we do, we do need to make more videos and make more content to, to get the, to get the word out and get our names out there. Um, because, because I mean, you know, we make, I, I'm, you know, very biased, obviously, but I'm. I think we make great products, and uh, you know, we we have a lot of capability. You know, we, we we every time we go to Shot Show, we end up meeting somebody who says, you know, I, I need furniture for my AR or my AK line, and I don't have a supplier, especially one that's in the U.S. And we show them an, a a shelf full of products for AR and AK that we have standing right behind sitting right behind them when, when they say this usually and they say oh you make all that and we say yeah we mold it ourselves in georgia so 
you know, we're, we're always finding people that, uh, that need more of our product as well at shows like that. And, uh, it's, it's hard to advertise that because there's not really a target demographic or a target person that you're looking for. It's really, you know, this is, you know, Joe from gun company a, and, you know, he's the purchaser, the buyer or whatever for parts. And, uh, we yeah. are an option if they want to have a made in the U.S., but but that's not always easy to find that person. You know, the, the frustrating thing to me is there's there's fewer and fewer true craftsmen like yourselves, you know, in the in the firearm industry. I mean, when you look at, like, I love looking at some of the old revolvers. I mean, it's just, you know, just the work you can tell is so much better. Now it's just so mass-produced and machined and... uh and and that's the success of the AR platform. I mean, you can just kick those things out real cheap and stuff. But um, but I think that's a big advantage if you can really sell like, hey, we are you know we're craftsmen, you know, kind of that approach. And, and that's a big advantage because like myself and other you know some other people I know. I mean, they, that's what they really value. You know, is that the craftsmanship behind it? And you know, I I I can appreciate that. I mean, I like what you're saying and stuff. And I think. A lot of other people would too. I think if you could really emphasize that, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's something we we try to try to keep at the forefront of our our business and our business model. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then I'm I'm on your website right now. You guys, uh, you can't see it, but I did talk to them about doing a video as, as well. So we can make we see some things. Uh, they're they're actually on vacation, and they went ahead and they had this conversation with us. You guys, how dedicated they are. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm looking to see where you guys are able to collect. Okay, customer data. I don't see that. I, I just see contact us. Um, but like, you, I don't see where people can like be a member on your on your website. Or yeah, I mean, I think uh, that that's a good question. Um, okay. I because you can create an account. Yeah, so you can create an account. You can sign up. Yes. Um, but this looks like if you're actually like you're billing information. I, I think it'd be awesome if you had an option on your site where you guys could just have people sign up. So when you do have product releases, it's like you already have a, an audience of people who can see like, while you're growing your other platforms. Uh, because I, I, I looked the other day and I wanted to join a double check to make sure I wasn't crazy before I said that on the air. <laughs> but I didn't see it. So definitely you guys go to Twitter, follow them on Twitter, and then share this podcast so that people can come back and listen to it. Uh, go to the, on their website, which I linked up in this show. They have their YouTube channel, Instagram on here. And you guys can um, definitely... Uh, go ahead and check them out on those platforms, support them, follow them, all of this stuff. I, their videos are really good, very clear. Um, they describe things very well in there, so I would check out that for more details. But I'm um, hopefully here in the next week or so we can get them on video with me and we can talk about some more. And again, um, I mean, if you guys want to go ahead and download anything that you guys done with me, you can. This one's a little choppy, so I'm going to try to make sure it's edited in the beginning so you can use it freely. Uh, but you do have the okay. option to download this as well and use it. Um, Thank you very much. Of course, no problem. I don't see anyone else um, jumping up to ask questions at the moment. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out in our anthem. 
and uh, hopefully we'll see uh, me more often as when they have more product releases, they'll come up and have conversations about that with us. Sounds good? Absolutely. Yeah, re- really enjoyed this. This was very, uh, very good. I, I liked it, yeah. Very informative and good, yeah. Look forward to getting on your site and all that, definitely. Yes, definitely. I appreciate you for taking your time out from your family to spend it with us for a little bit, me. Um, but I will, I will talk to you guys soon, and I will see you guys tomorrow. We'll be talking about. Um, I don't have it up yet. I'll put it up tonight. Um, I will be talking with Brady tomorrow about survival, uh, having your own community gardens, and, and different ideas on, um, for that for us. He'll be up tomorrow. Talk about those things, his experience, how he's talked to different businesses and how they let them grow stuff on their communities, um, for the community. So it's going to be an interesting show tomorrow. So make sure you guys are there and you're sharing the podcast, okay? All right. Well, let's see if the anthem works. If it, if it works, throw up the emojis. If not, then I'm going to just be like, bye. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nope, it's not playing. I had to switch the chords again. I'll figure it out. Hey, Charlie, I had it right at one point, but for some reason, I don't know why I am having an issue between the laptop and the phone on the sound. But, hey, no anthem tonight, guys. But thanks for being here. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you, Donnie. Thank you.